Welcome to the Cover Zero Podcast Conference Championship Round Recap. Tonight, I am your host, J-Rob, as always, joined by First Corday, bro. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. Um, This is our second-to-last recap for the 2023-2024 season. Very interesting. We've said it a long time as we've got this deep into the season. It's kind of crazy that we are here, but nonetheless, we are here. And also here with us tonight, Jay, as always. How you doing, bro? I'm doing all right, bro. I didn't get to see the teams I wanted to see win and go to the Super Bowl. So <laughs> this smile is really, it's really like, you know, madness behind this smile right here, man. So, you know, okay. it is what it is. I get it. I get it. Uh, we're going to recap uh, starting in chronological order. Go over these two games, the ones that we just saw. Um, both I thought were, were entertaining. I think the Niners game was better than, better than the, uh, the, the Kansas city game. We'll of course get into the minutia of both. We're going to start it off with the chiefs winning 17 to 10 today in Baltimore. Uh, Jay, I'm going to let you go ahead and kick this off. What are your initial thoughts as we sit here looking back at this game? You know, I just felt like Casey showed me a lot, man. They showed me a lot. You know, I, I think leading up to this game. We had a feeling that they could win. You picked them to win. I had a feeling that they could win. You know, yeah, great call, bro. Great. You always pick KC, but whatever. Great call. You know, <laughs> but anyway. That's a great way to frame but it, too. But, great but, call, but, but they always win, but you always pick them. But good job. You, know, that, that, you can't say right, it any though. other way. You can't say yeah. it any other way. But you know what? You're right. So I definitely give you credit on that, man, because not everybody's always picking them. So regardless, you, you called it. But, yeah, I, I think uh, with me, I seen them getting better as the playoffs was going on, you know, uh, offensively, really. Defense has been balling all year. And this game, they really balled out, man. The secondary played really well. George Cadillac was one of the guys that I was saying that needed to step up. The last show, Chris Jones, he had some pressures. He did some things. And I felt like that really was a difference maker. I don't know if I brought it up on the last show. I had it on my notes. But one thing that I noticed in the last game with KC is with the blitz, I felt like, you know, the defense – I felt like they, when when Steve Spag, because I was I was I was taking, I wasn't putting the blame on him when they played Buff, the Buffalo Bills. I felt like the defense could have played a little bit better, and I felt like Josh Allen and them did a lot a lot of damage on the ground. And I felt like a lot of the blitz package at that time, the DBs wasn't really shedding the blocks like they should, and they wasn't really being able to get to Josh Allen. I don't know if I said that in the last show, mm-hmm. but this game here, they was able to do just that, man. They was able to really get a lot of pressure on Lamar Jackson. He was sacked four times. You know, and and it really caused, you know, to wreck that game plan on what the Ravens had. Well, at least they were trying to do on offense. The only thing I will say, and it's not to take nothing away from KC, is that Baltimore didn't really try to run the ball the way they should have. And I think that that that, it kind of surprised me. Yeah, because the game was still close, you know. So I don't know. I know uh, uh, Todd Munkin is a, is a new OC, and and uh, as far as in the NFL, but he's been doing his thing for a little minute now. I mean, this is. You know, this is a game before the Super Bowl, so he's had a whole year, you know. So I was disappointed in that. I felt like they definitely should have ran the ball more. I felt like they should have used uh, Justin Hill more, Gus Edwards more. These guys have been playing really well, you know, and, and they played well for them all season, you know. And, and we've seen what Buffalo was able to do last week. I was just right. talking about how Josh Allen and, and the running backs that they got over there, that duo was able to really do damage against KC. And Baltimore didn't do any of that. Again, it, it almost felt, in, in a sense with Baltimore, at times it felt like Lamar was doing a little bit too much. Yes. You know? And, and yeah, I don't want to make it, 
I don't want to make it like too much in the passing game in the sense like he can't do it. He can. But why do it when you have a ground game that's effective against this KC run defense that hasn't really been that good? Mm-hmm. So I'm not taking nothing away from KC. It's just some 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 lack of play calling and, and just, you know, the game plan itself from the Ravens was a little bit questionable for me. So that stood out. Like I said, KC secondary and defense alone been playing well all year. But but I felt like this game on defense was better than last week's performance. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. And uh, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, man. I mean, you know what? And the wide receivers. Especially Scantling, early Scantling, on, Mahomes and Kelsey just seemed like. They was just clicking on all. And man, it's been like that all playoffs. So, it, yeah. I mean, they they caught their stride, you know, and, and, and the things is going well with them. But Scantley, though, man, uh, uh, Valdez, Mar- Marquise Valdez Scantley, man, MVS, I felt like that catch he had, he made some really big plays in this game, man. And that, I felt that, like – It was against the cover zero look, man. It's like we get them in man. They yeah, yeah. get them in man. And then that's just when he, in the postseason, makes these things happen. We saw it, Cordae. I think you mentioned it at some yeah. point on our division recap. When he did yeah. it against Cincy, he did it yeah. against Buffalo. He's yeah. doing it again here. Yeah. yeah. And, and and last time he did it, it was in the AFC Championship game yeah, too. Yeah, I think yeah, he had a yeah. for like hundred yards. It, that's when he he shows up. So yeah, it's not it's not often a lot of drops, but then he had a big catch this game. Yeah, he has a big yeah, and 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 that just shows, man. I, I think this team in general, they've been having they got the most drops, you know, all of that mm-hmm. in the regular mm-hmm. season, twenty two drops more than any other team. But when it's time to play, you know, when it's when the game is on the line, especially when it's time for a championship, moving moving on in the playoffs and going to the Super Bowl, stuff like that, these players show up. And that's what they've been doing all in this playoffs. So, you know, and then Isaiah Pacheco, although he didn't have a great game, I thought he had some big runs at times. He was very you know, sustaining to that offense today. Yeah, he was efficient. When they yep. did use him, he he ran he, well. Like he he I felt like 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 I've talked about before, sometimes he doesn't maybe get the yards that are there. Today, I thought he got all the yards that are there. I thought like this was this was if you look at the numbers, it wasn't all that astounding, but I thought this was one of the best games of his to be able to look back on when they went to him just something, you know, give Mahomes a breather, give Mahomes a break, right. make him respect the run early yep. on working through tiny little crevices just yeah yeah and he's gone you know and 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 baltimore has been a little weak when it comes down to the run defense so you know they was able to use that but again it just it just really overall as a team for casey they played they just played one heck of a game man and and baltimore was lacking on both departments really yeah mainly offense for me for sure for sure um, something that you were talking about, you had expected more from the run game from Baltimore. And I'm, I echo that a billion percent, bro. I got Fair. so many notes on like, like, where's that at? Yeah. Corday, you agree as well. Looking at the, just like in terms of the, the numbers and how the distribution broke down, Isaiah Pacheco had 24 carries today. If you look at the carries from the running backs for Baltimore today, they had eight collectively. They had eight. Right, so Justice Hill, well, ju- ju- there were six, but then Justice, they gave Zay two out of the backfield as well. Oh, yeah. Zay yeah, had two yeah, rushing yeah. attempts as well. So if you take it away, just from backfield, like, let's right, call right, it runs God, like that. Just, yeah. So if you consider six to eight, you're basically looking at a third or a quarter of the most attempts for a team that really has been identified through their running game and not go to that in this type of, of scenario and this type of magnitude of a game. Like that's just that's kind of ridiculous to me. That that just stands out as something as I thought that we would have really really seen rather than Lamar dropping back thirty seven times and then also carrying the ball for for eight times and then also yeah. even throwing the ball to himself at one to point. To himself, 
yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that alone lets you know he's doing too much. I mean, yeah, yeah, right, you know. stuff, that should let you know. It was a, it was a cool play, you know, where I was yeah, at. Yeah. I was very heads up, it. very heads up. Yeah, it's cool because right. he also like beat out Justin Reed running to yeah. the ball. That ball seemed like yeah. it was in the air for like, yeah, yeah. Look at ten my seconds. Watch. <laughs> yeah. Like set my snooze button. You know, I don't know. Like it seemed like it was in the air for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? but anyway, uh, Corday, to swing it over to you, man. Um, for me at least, uh, I, I Jay was talking about you know what we had what we had seen overall for both sides of the ball and what Baltimore wasn't able to do. Kind of how I want to frame it at least for this question to you. Steve Spagnuolo today and his Kansas City defense, mm. what was your opinion on just how they performed today? Because we talked about for a while yeah. how this was the best defense that Kansas City has had in the Patrick Mahomes yeah. era. How do you think they played today? Well, I think the fact that Baltimore was very pass heavy made their job easier on them. But also what I really noticed a lot of the times, because if we go back to last week when uh, Baltimore really started to get away, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson was breaking tackles. They ran it a lot. But this game, I noticed a lot, a lot of, tackle like they tackle very well throughout this game is what I noticed like right when it was it, every time a play looked like it was about to like break out they would tackle like or like Lamar looked like if he was if he oh if that one person missed him he it might have been a 20-yard game like they, they it was a lot of people around the ball but then also the people when it was like one-on-one like oh if he's stiff armor he might get like a first down they all would stop him like right there in the moment so it was not not a lot of yak happening in this game so it was like whatever you caught you got but you really couldn't advance it no more. So that was something I really noticed. Like a lot of tackling, blitzing a ton as well. Uh, this state also they by blitzing the coverage is really good. A lot of uh, receivers really couldn't get open. Zay Jones, I think, was Zay had like Flowers. Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers. Say, I don't know why I say Zay, Zay Jones. It, it makes time. sense, bro. I've done it before too. I, yeah, like a lot of people do. It's a receiver named Zay. You don't see a yeah, lot of yeah. them. You know, exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, Zay Flowers. Uh, was the only receiver? I think they said he was the only receiver, who, only wide receiver who had a catch in the like third quarter. quarter. There yeah. was, yeah, it was. Yeah. There was four. Re- there was four receptions by yeah. like late. It, it was late, and it yeah. was. Uh, he caught. He caught. It was after the the penalty that he got when they they ran that uh, inverted two look, and he yep. got he got loose got deep. deep, and then got yeah. the penalty, and then after that, I think he caught another like drag route over the middle, yeah. and yeah. after that, Romo had mentioned um, Jay's favorite play-by-play or favorite uh, analyst dude, uh, had mentioned, it, rightfully so. Very I thought about that, Romo. too. Yeah. As I was watching the game, I thought about you. I was like, dang, yeah. Romo's doing this game, and then anyway. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's funny, too, because I also, not, not to get yeah. too much of a tangent, there was a couple times where, like, Romo's, like, especially on that one, I was like, okay, Sneed is deep on this play right here, and there was a bust. I'll bet that was an inverted, too. Romo does the scan out and looks, let's take a look. No, go ahead and run it. You see this here? It's an inverted two. I'm like, God damn it, Tony. I was trying to break news on the Cover Zero <laughs> podcast or what it was. But here you go. Just, you know, yeah, that's when I realized, like, oh, that's what, you know, anyway. But, yeah, on that, like, after that, Corday, what, what you were talking about, they said that there was only four receiver receptions. And I think yeah. Zay had three of them at yeah, that point. And maybe, yeah. like, the only other one was, like, a like an Aguilar or something or other or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. like up and out to the side. Mm-hmm. And then – it wasn't until the fourth quarter OBJ got caught when he was – you could tell he was frustrated, like, yo, I'm here. Like, why I ain't getting nothing? And it was a lot of uh, a non-adjustments on the Ravens offense. Like, every play was going deep and, like, nothing. Nobody was able to get open. But then also, I remember Tony Romo, again, he was like, why is everybody going deep? Why don't you run a slant? <laughs> I'm like, like, like no, no underneath routes here. No underneath yeah. routes. And, and, yeah. and it just looks sim- similar to what – 
we've seen when it comes to the Ravens. Like we say, like Lamar's doing too much or the Ravens struggling. Like honestly, until that pick, I just felt honestly the Chiefs had a great game plan, defensive game plan, especially with the Ravens abandoning the run. So if you abandon the run, now we blitzing you constantly in the passing game, and then we're just gonna play tight coverage and make everybody else outside beat beat us. And Zay Jones is like the quickest receiver. Zay Flowers. Oh, Zay Flowers <laughs> is the quickest guy. So you would think you will make him like a stop, 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 start route or some like under and stuff like that. Where he's be able to use his quickness. It was like, no, everything just seemed to go deep. And if you're playing it to our strengths, because if you go on everybody deep and we bring in pressure, we're going to, we're going to speed up that clock and you're going to have to get rid of the ball soon or hold on to it, hoping something come and then get a sack. Mm-hmm. So great, great defense by the Chiefs. I just, I just, just, just look amazed. I was just like, yeah. yo, this, I was yeah. like, this is great. I was like, they they really like we've been hearing all year how great this Chiefs defense is, even though the Chiefs offense isn't up to what the standards we have seen. But with a defense like this, Mahomes doesn't have to be Superman or like the like he can he like, can be more like just yeah. don't like I felt like in this game specifically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he can be more efficient. He doesn't have to yeah. necessarily go go for the jugular all the time. Yeah, yeah and the you know play I mean? caller too. Andy Reid don't always have to As call well. those type of plays. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I feel like within the structure of the play calls today, there was a note that I wrote down like in the second quarter, and this just seemed to permeate throughout the whole entire course of the game. It seemed like second down was a play when when they were in mostly like you know how would I put it behind the sticks type of type of a setting where yeah. it was like second and ten, second and six. That was a quick game call. They were either going to run like some bubble screen, some screen mm. to a back. Mahomes mm. was just going to drop back, boom, like just yeah. keep it super, 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 super quick because yeah. his average time to throw today was very, very, very low for yeah. the most part. Of course, there were a couple plays where they we we remember that one where he extended the play for basically yeah. ten seconds, yeah, and just was running around and running around and running around and running around, yeah. and then found yeah. like like Kelsey just on yeah. like the almost like the the. <laughs> the floater shot, like you know, I'm gonna just see if I can do it. And Kelsey, oh snap, got all yeah, oh, yeah. Got I, that was a cra- that was a crazy. That was another good catch. Too. That was yeah, that was yeah. a great catch. Yeah, because yeah. it, it looked enough, like it yeah. was getting away from him, and then he somehow t- like kind of corralled it into him, and it was like, bro, that yeah. that that was amazing because it did not look like you should have caught that. No, it didn't at all. And like if you're Baltimore, then that's just like those are backbreakers. It's exactly. like, look, exactly. what more do we have to do yeah. here? And yet, and still, it ended up you know converting in favor of Kansas City. So those are the things too, but just when Mahomes can play like point guard style, yeah. you end up with what they had, especially in the first half. This dude, we saw the record they were talking about, Jay, where he was really close to what Rich Gannon did in the AFC title game in 02 when we played against the, the Titans, when Gannon completed like his first 12 or had a streak of 12 completed passes. Mahomes completed 11 straight. He went into the half like 21 of 25, mm-hmm. like against the, arguably the best defense in the NFL. Yeah, and, and I mean, this was best just defense in the playoffs for sure. Best yeah, defense in the playoffs for sure. Yeah, this is just what we have seen from the squad this year, and that is something that's incredibly impressive overall. Uh, a couple of things that I really like to see overall, also beyond just we're going to incorporate quick game, we're going to let Mahomes when it's third down be able to work his magic and do what he wants to do. They really trimmed down who they were using in their receiving core. Absolutely. Like it's basically just MVS, mm-hmm. Rasheed Rice. And Richie James, and then maybe Watson here or there. Like they don't really do the more mix in other guys or have a yep. play for this guy. It's like, look, these are these our are the guys we trust, and these are the guys we rolling with. Yep, right yep. Here. And this is what we're doing. 
And I think that's kind of helped at least on a continuity basis understand like like y'all y'all got this and we're gonna go ahead and roll on just another feather in the cap for for Andy Reid and understanding his personnel and how to be able to navigate his team out of what had been a rockier season than what we're used to over here. So uh, to go back over to the to the defensive side of the ball, one other point I wanted to bring up with uh, Steve Spagnolo, and I talked about this before we started recording. I think it was in the fourth quarter where they had been throwing all those pressures at, at uh, Lamar. Somehow Tranquil didn't bring him down the one yep. time where he got hands on him and Lamar flipped him off. Yep, Even on yep. the play where they hit Zay on like the on the only uh, touchdown that they had yep. over the course of the day, like he got rid of it. Then they got him on the on the blitz with Justin Reed, but like Spags knew they were expecting the pressure, and so he would show the pressure and just drop into a coverage, yeah. drop yeah. into a coverage, just drop into a co- like. I was like, he's bringing it here. He's bringing it. Oh nope, they bailed out. Even yeah. me, I'm like, yeah. he's bringing yeah. it on this yeah. one. He's yeah. bringing yeah. it on this yeah. one. Oh no, nope, right. they bailed out. Okay, now he's for sure. There's no way he's going to show it a third time on the same drive and not bring Oh, he, he didn't bring it again. Like, yeah. like that's just so, like, like you just, it, it just makes you beat your head into it. It frustrates you. And this is what we continue to see again. So, yeah, yeah I, I just have to give a big old tip of the cap to Steve Spagnuolo today, to Andy Reid overall. And, like, I feel like the shortcomings of what Baltimore didn't do ended up in this result that we're facing right now overall. And they couldn't capitalize too. I just want to say that too. Zay Flowers, man, getting right there in the end zone and the ball getting swatted out of his hand. It's close. That momentum, that was a momentum changer right there. And then they get, they get down there again. And then Lamar Mm -hmm. misses. And that would have been a touchdown though. That's 14 points, at least 14 points right there. So yeah. You know, you got to capitalize on that type of stuff, man, because uh, playing a team like Casey, who's been there and done that, who's won championships, man, they will capitalize on what mm-hmm. they need to do. So for right. sure, for yeah. sure. I, I do. Uh, there was like early in the first half, we also saw that Mike McDonald was like, OK, Kyle, you're on Travis. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Like, like you're one way. Even if we're going to drop you into a zone, mm-hmm. you're going to be where Travis is at. When they got to the second half. OK, that wasn't working. <laughs> we got to try something else. Yeah. And they did, and it he didn't have as much of a dominant performance in the second half as he, as he did in the first. Yeah, still a very very big factor that led led yeah. us led to us the result that we're at. So, mm-hmm. if you're the Ravens right now, as we look kind of like a post mortem autopsy briefly here, following the recap before we jump into the uh, the Niners and the Lions game, uh, Jay, to swing it back over to you. This season for Baltimore was it a win? No, <laughs> no. Not even, not even close. I mean, I think at this point, especially getting into the playoffs, leading up to the playoffs, people had this being the best team. Nobody thought this team would lose. I mean, they was dominating the best teams. They beat Miami. They beat. I know you picked. I know you picked KC. I know you picked KC. But I'm just saying, like a lot of people were leaning towards Baltimore winning the whole thing. They were a favorite they, going into the AFC title game at home and lost. Yes, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And they, yeah, and then they were at home, you know. So yeah. I, I don't think anybody, you know, really thought any – well, there was other people that thought, but I'm just saying there was a majority of the yeah. people really thought that Baltimore – Yeah, they, they were like, yeah, favorites at home yeah. in the AFC title game. Yeah, yeah, at home. And then them playing really strong in the playoffs and leading into the playoffs. Leading into the playoffs and playing strong in the playoffs, they had the recipe to really just, you know – take this thing and, and go all the way with it. And then having a home game in the AFC championship game, I mean, what more to ask for? Lamar, Lamar's on MVP level right now, more so because of both passing and still being explosive. They got a better OC. 
I mean, just everything was clicking. Everything was just on the right side for offense and the defense. We have to mention, we know how good the defense has been playing. So, to me, it's a letdown for sure because it seemed like they they had everything here to win. You know, it was just mm-hmm. another team that, that just out just played better than them in this game. Yeah, sure. Corday, do you agree? Was this like a letdown season for them overall? Uh... I, I'll say no from the standpoint of that they finally got to the a- AFC championship game and this is a first year play caller and is it Todd Munkin? Todd Munkin? Yeah. And then actually developed more of a passing game. But I think it's a letdown uh from them it's a letdown for them not going up to the Super Bowl, not winning being favored and being at home. But I think from where they started early in the season to where they got to becoming real dominant and the defense really came around, it's not. But it'll, I feel like it'll be a letdown and like people will focus on Lamar and blame Lamar. I think it's more on the rookie play caller and them not going back to what got them there in the running game. Like it was crazy to see that the running backs only had six carries in. Six even carries. the uh, back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then um, then Lamar only had eight, but it, like well, a lot of them wasn't designed runs like how it was last week. You know, it wasn't scrambles. more scrambles, yeah, it was scrambles, and it was it, it seemed like it, it, you you would have thought they was down by it was thirty to seven, not you seven. They, they were as down by as many as the Niners were at one point tonight. Exactly, yeah. and it but never they, was, and I, yeah, and I yeah. never understand why some teams do that. They down by ten, so let's throw it every down or run it once and they, oh that didn't work so let's just throw it on the next two downs or yeah. you know you sometimes you want to throw early to try to see if you get some yards but then instead of getting like sh- a short completion is like to pick up yards we're gonna go deep here deep there deep sure. like nothing kind of it, it, the game plan was weak and there was no adjustments really like going into halftime okay let's make some adjustments like we saw last week they started off slow and in the second half like all right Lamar kind of took this over we're gonna do some more stuff on the ground game now nah, this came back out Throwing it again, and it, it didn't make sense to me. So, from that standpoint, I say the coach, the rookie offensive coordinator, or the rookie first year co- coordinator with 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 them, I feel like it was a letdown. But uh, for Lamar, I don't think it was. But overall, as a team, I think the offense let this team down more because the defense kept them to seventeen points, even with some like uh, like the penalties because it was a lot of like. Uh, what it, I forget what it's called, but it's just like a lot of people getting each other face stuff like mm-hmm. that. A lot of chippiness, a lot of chippiness going on. The dumb, the penalty on Kyle Van Noy that that I didn't understand because literally, uh, he Kelsey was leaving, right in the face of the yeah, ref though. Yeah, like Chelsea, you just, you just gotta know, you like you 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 know how yeah. this how it works. You just know but, you're but right saying, in the face I, of the ref, and you do. No, anything. but I'm saying no. But literally, okay, if you're in the face of the ref, literally, it was like some like chippiness happening like a few yards away. Kittle walks away from that and yeah. walks up and pushes Roquan Smith in front of the ref, and then that's when Kyle comes up. Like the so ref he retaliated. Is, that's how. That's how are, this, we know this. <laughs> but I'm. But I'm saying. I'm basically saying after. Right. So it's like the, So so Kelsey. Okay, he retaliated. Right. So you say Kyle Ben no retaliated. But I'm like Kelsey was the second person to retaliate, and then the third came from Kyle. So I'm saying because we already saw a fight almost break out before then. And then Kelsey goes, like, usually, like, the fight starts because somebody leaves from this thing and it comes over and punches somebody else. Then a brawl breaks out. It seemed like Kelsey was starting, like, another brawl. But, of course, nobody saw that. They just saw Kyle. And I'm just like, how is this? Like, we all saw it on the camera. Like, I saw it. They had the widescreen. And I'm like, the ref was right there. You saw him walk up and just shove 
Roquan Smith who walking away. So I'm like, how is this? And anyway, reveling on. But that was able to sustain a drive that they got long points. So I felt the defense really didn't let this team down. Defense did as much as they can. The offense didn't sustain drives long enough. Like I remember that drive, there was like nine minutes. And then that was, no, that, that was well before. The nine-minute drive was where they got their second touchdown of the game. That was in the second quarter when all and then, that happened. But, yeah, o- overall, overall, yeah. I mean, the Ravens, they they got to where they wanted to get to. And yeah. I feel like we saw this team take take a leap throughout the course of the year yeah, to yeah. be able to, to to round into form with this defense and with yeah. this offense. Like, they, they're – they were they were facing they're facing a season where a first year offensive coordinator for this team he obviously called yeah. plays for Georgia yeah. and they're they facing the second year of Mike McDonald calling plays for this defense yeah. and I feel like overall all those things worked overall yeah. to get them here to be where they yeah. are at maybe there's some things that they have to fine tune going forward and right. it, it wasn't where they wanted to be or could have been but right. considering all these things considering yeah. that we've never seen Lamar Jackson in an AFC title game, and they were this close to the point where they blanked the Chiefs in the second half. Yeah. No points at all. And considering how KC looked and how inevitable we know this offense is, like, they were right there. And for them to be able to go into the offseason and recognize what they could have done to right this ship to get to where they want to go, it sucks right now in this situation because no one wants to be here when you were this close on the ledge. But I got to say this was a win. I got to say this was a winning year yeah. for the Ravens if we're going for it. It's very tough to think about that now. I get it. I get it. I get it. And I could probably only say that because I don't have that invested passion in it as a fan. But as a person doing what we do, I think this was a win for them personally. That's where I live. So let's move on to the NFC title game over here. The San Francisco 49ers come back. Come back from behind. To go ahead and get this win against the Detroit Lions at home, 34 to 31. This was uh, easily the more like balls to the walls, crazy game, amazing finish, all, like all the way through it. And to me, it didn't feel like the Lions were like in command and it was over at any point, especially yeah, since yeah, they yeah. established their lead pretty, pretty early, you know, yeah. and, and that type of thing. But to swing this one over to you, Jay. Um, as, as we as we sit here right now, what was the biggest reason that the Niners were able to to sustain that deficit and come back and take this take this? I just really, you know, this is going this is going to sound, you know, uh, I mean, it's kind of simple, but I just feel like the momentum really just changed between with the Lions and the Niners. The Lions, you're right. At no point did I feel like okay, this game is over. You know, boom, twenty four to ten. I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought the Niners had a chance to come back. I think with me, it was the the, the going for it on fourth down. I felt like he should have. I felt like Dan Campbell should have took the three points. You look at it, tw- 27. It would have been 27. Yeah, tw- twice he did it. But the first one to me is when they – that's when they lost the momentum because right after that, the Niners got the ball. They went up and they scored. And so then, are you talking about the, are you talking about the, the fourth down? Because there, was, there were several down, they times. Were, well, the, I'm talking about this was, I want to say, the third quarter. This is when they're up 24-10. This is when yep. 24-10, third quarter. So, 20, 20, I don't know. Wasn't it 27-10? No, it was 24-10. It was 24-10. Okay. It was 24-10, and they could have went up 27, and they decided to not – they decided to go ahead and try to go for it. And I just felt like the defense was playing well enough 
go ahead and get your points. And it just didn't happen that way. They went ahead and went for it. I get Dan. That's what he's been doing. To me, it was more of an ego thing. That was that Look was the drop, like, the, the drop pass from uh, Josh Reynolds. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so when that happened, the Niners get the ball back. They go up and they score. And then the Lions try to – it just seemed like after that, they was falling apart. Wide receivers were dropping the ball. And I'm just saying in a, a, a span of times that they had the mm-hmm. ball. Mm-hmm. Not just that specific drive, but they was dropping the ball. They was fumbling. Gibbs had to fumble. It just was like, okay, now they now they falling apart. Then they had a chance. What well, they're still in the game, and they had a chance to, to get another field goal. And you know, again, you know, Dan wanted to go for it, and they were still in the game. You know, that one was Niners. the one in the fourth quarter. This was yeah. the one in the fourth quarter. That the one. That's one, the one where I really disagree. That, that okay. I, I disagree with the I, like, I disagree with the call to going for it. I would have kicked it. Yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. I would I would have kicked it. You know, I would have kicked both. That the, the two that I'm talking about. Those yeah. are the times I would have kicked it because I felt, especially the first one, because I felt like that's when they really lost momentum and they just couldn't gain. They after that they couldn't gain no momentum back after that. Right. Like I said, it was dropping that's, past, that is it was true. fumbling that is the true. ball, and the Niners just caught fire. And we seen what happened last week. Last week it was the same exact deal. Brock Purdy took over the game, and that that one drive, not over the game, but. In a sense, that last drive in fourth last quarter, drive. yeah. And in this game here, it was more of a, a more not just the last drive, just the fourth quarter. Second half, general. really? Second half? Third? Yeah, basically, basically. You know, the end of the the end of the third, all the way into the fourth. I mean, you know, the offense was really clicking, and the Lions was just they was fumbling it away, literally. So, to me, I just felt like Dan's ego got in the way. I know, in a sense, it's like, well, you know, as we've been doing, it's been working, but. To me, it just wasn't – your defense is playing well, man. I mean, go ahead and get your points because you know this team is going to try to go back and score. I mean, when you get your points, they got to run the whole field, you know. You, you're giving them short field by doing this, you know. So, it just – to me, it just wasn't – it wasn't smart, in my opinion. Uh, that's one thing that really stood out for me. It was a momentum thing for me when mm-hmm. it comes down to the Lions and the Niners. But shout out the Niners, you know. I mean, they 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 played well, man. Christian McCaffrey. Fred Warner was all over the place, which ain't nothing really new. No, but yeah. it just I, I I really like seeing him play, man. You know, obviously me being a Raider fan, I can't I don't like the Niners, but there's certain guys on that team that I definitely respect, and he's one of them, man. That dude is a straight dog, bro. And, the play and, where they showed him like undercut the outside block, and I'm yeah. so glad I'm so glad Greg did that. I'm so glad Greg did that. He's like, normally you're taught to spill wide. Right, and yep, he went, I, he's like, I'm I'm good enough to where I could shoot the, the back door. He could take yeah. the back door of the gap and then close the wide distance. On the same drive, yeah. Greg also pointed out, here's a cover two where Goff missed, blah, blah, blah. But because Warner gets enough depth, he has to put so much height on it. And yep. they're, they're closed within the back of the end zone. And Fred knows this. So if you're going to complete this ball over me, go right the fuck ahead. Go right yeah. the fuck ahead. You're not going to do it, but if you do, good play on you. And yeah, he did it. It would have yeah. to be a it's great just, play. <laughs> it, exactly. Like, it's just Fred Warner, and I'm, a, I'm glad you brought him up because those plays right there are just an example of him impacting the game in the run and in the pass. Yeah, yeah. He, he just uh, – and it's nothing new. It's just like not you new. like to see – But players, it's so beautiful. <laughs> it is. It is. And you like to see players perform like this at a high level in championship games, just not in a regular season or, you know, anything. You like to see it in big games like that, and that's what he did. Debo Samuel, mm-hmm. my guy, he was doing his thing. Christian McCaffrey, you know, one thing I really like, you know, the linebackers are really after McCaffrey in the beginning of the game. Yeah. McCaffrey yeah. was doing his thing, but, you know, there was one play where he kind of got slammed by uh, the linebacker Alonzo. 
Oh, and Alex Anzalone. Uh, 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 yeah, Aloni. Azoni. However you say his name. Anzalone. Anzalone. I'm butchering his name. My fault, bro. If you ever listen to the pod. <laughs> but anyway, he did he did like a slam. Like he kind of slammed McCaffrey. It was kind of after the play and whatnot. You know, Niners, the players kind of went, you know, kind of didn't go after him, but kind of, you know, hey, you know, chill out. You could tell they got in his face a little bit. Then there was another play, literally probably right after that, maybe the play after that. After that one, it was where McCaffrey kind of went head on with him. And he didn't, you know, stiff arm him or nothing crazy, but he kind of broke one of his tackles. And and he looked at him like, you know, when he was on the ground, because they ended up on, I, th- I don't even know if McCaffrey fell on this play. I think, I think Azalone fell or something like that. And he just looked at him and it was yeah, like, you it was, know. Was the one on the left sideline where he got knocked out? Like after breaking yeah, 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 all yeah. kinds of yeah. Ta- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he kind of looked right back at him and it just kind of was like, you know, tip for tack type deal. And then after that, McCaffrey just was really, really running really hard. I mean, he was running hard early in the game, but it just seemed like he knew they was after him and they was kind of trying to get real, you know, they they was trying to like, you know, they they was trying to let let him know you not, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to get some yards. You're going to get hurt, though. You're going to earn them, though. You're going to earn them. And, uh, you know, hopefully everything's okay. He did take that tough hit at the at the very end, right Bounced over there. On his head. You know, on the head. Yeah, man. So. But, yeah, I, I felt like those guys really stood out. And Brock Purdy did his thing, too, man. You know, you got to give some more credit to Brock Purdy. You know, uh, I, I felt like he had a better game this game than he did last week. You know, uh, and, yeah, man, I mean, that's my that, – when I look at it overall with both of these teams, that's how I look at it. And the, mm-hmm. and, and the Lions, when I think about them, too, with the, uh, not to take up too much, I you know, go ahead and let y'all do your thing. But on offense with the Lions, I felt like it was a good game. I mean, Gibbs was just – Man, Gibbs was they were all, put they, like the they were dealing like they were dealing man like they they didn't he even was go running they, the ball. they were themselves. I mean, he was a day. They, they were themselves, themselves man. Going for the fourth down and running the ball. Yeah, yeah. Everything was just clicking, man. Play action passes right after the run. Everything was just working. Everything was really, really working, man. Sam Laporta was killing it. You yeah. know, uh, uh, Ma St. Brown was doing his thing. He was killing yeah. it. I mean, they just was clicking on on offense, man, and, and you know, it, it just seemed like, like I said, you know, it just it's just unfortunate. <laughs> it's just unfortunate. It's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate, it for sure. Uh, yeah, over, yeah, the Lions were definitely themselves. I mean, we had, like, we were talking about with the Ravens. They, they, they maybe got away from their identity offensively within the scope of the game or the moment, possibly being too big. I'm not going to say to pretend that's necessarily what it was, but nonetheless. The Ravens were not themselves with how little they focused on giving those running back carries. The Lions were not the, that case today. Like yeah, we yeah, saw, like yeah, David yeah. Montgomery have 15 carries and was averaging 5.2 per tote. Like we saw Jameer Gibbs have explosive runs of 15 yards and 10 yards and get himself into the end zone as well. They even found trick plays like Ben Johnson had did in the, their first touchdown of the day was that big reverse to to Jamison Williams, and they were featuring the guys that that they tend to feature a lot <clears throat> and it just ended up not being enough. Sure. And I, and I, and when we think, and we sit here and we talk about the fourth down decisions from Dan Campbell, I am a person when we, it's, it's and not to say that we do this here on the show or either of you guys do this or I do, but I think just in the general consensus of when we look at it, I think what a lot of it is, is judging the result and not, not judging or critiquing the process, right? Because the process becomes and happens before the result. You have to decide, is this what we're going to do? Blah, 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 blah. 
like Jay, I know you you right then and there, like, no, nah, you you don't want to go for this. You want to take right, those right, points. Right, you know what I mean? Right, that, that that's right. where you're at. But yeah. I feel like what a lot of the public does is like kind of waits and sees if it works. And like, if it like, works, then it's like, it? oh yeah, oh right, he's, right, brilliant. Right. he's yeah, brilliant, yeah, he's brilliant, right, he right, took right. The game by his hands, he went ahead and did it, and, da, 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 da. and I know you'll come to the say, I know you'll come on the microphone the, and right, say, right, 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 right. I didn't like it, but it worked, but it worked. Right. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of other people, like so much of this football space public will be like, after the fact, oh, this just just critique simply after the fact, rather than sit here and talk about the process. And right. procedurally, we've done shows enough to where I know that's where you lie, but other people, not like lie as like telling the truth, but that's where we, we get it. We get it. We get it. We get it. I got, I got to, you know, I got, I got to, I got to keep it, keep it hunted, you know, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but just that's, that's, and proceed for me also, I'm a, I'm a push it type of dude. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a also, if, if you establish this as your philosophy, if you establish this as what you are as a, in your bones, as a coach, as an organization. Then you just that's where you that's where you lie on it. That's where you fall. Live by it, die by it. Cool. I respect it. Or don't and, die at all. Or or don't or, <laughs> you know, win, bro. Like yeah, I don't win. know. I, or, I, or don't, yeah, no, I hear I hear you. But like here, you know part of the reason also why they're here is because they've gone for it at other times where maybe people think they should not have. It ended up costing them. And and like I said, the only time Cost I would have disagreed with it. Is the is the the time where they went for it at the last point? So, Corday, to swing this one over to you, man. Uh, overall, the Niners dropped twenty seven points in the second half. Pri- well, previously in the first half, only scoring seven. What was the biggest reason for that in terms of your in terms of your view? Uh, we talked about it. Uh, Dan Campbell going for um, well, that's kind of a swing of a momentum. But there was also they was able to start getting momentum. Like obviously this offense does well, and they start to feel themselves when McCaffrey gets a good run, or when Debo starts to can break a tackle and gets like a fifteen yard play. Like now the offense is getting moving and stuff like that, or like a big Brandon Ayuk tip interception that was a an amazing you up on the on the line. Yeah. How is that, that about, like, a character in, like, the game yeah. Risk, Kendall Vildor? Like, what is that? Yeah, <laughs> anyway. yeah no, it, it, it was amazing. Um, uh, also, uh, I have to disagree with Jay. Jay said that he didn't – both of y'all said you didn't feel like this game got away or that the Lions was never really dominating or it wasn't in fear of a comeback. I never thought it was over. Yeah, I didn't think it was over. Was That's what we- Kyle, when I was looking at Kyle and Purdy, they had doubts. So I, I'll sure. disagree with that. I'll disagree with that point. Like I remember Kyle towards going into the second. I remember because me and Brandy was in the chat going back and forth, and she was like, "Hey, does Kyle look worried?" I was like, "Yes." I thought I was the only one who saw that because Kyle like just like oh, he was like, "Oh no, dude, we kind of try to do something." Then they went in the half, regained themselves, and came back out and started clicking on stuff. Um, uh, real on. quick, real quick, I just want to say something on that. Real quick, I yeah. I, I just want to say that's really. A, a, a reaction you're gonna get from a coach, just in general. Like, yeah. If I was on the sidelines, I'm gonna be frustrated. I made yeah, it. Look yeah, like, oh my god, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. But as a, 
I don't think they really thought in their head, oh my God, this game is this this is this is over. I don't think some shit they, gotta go right. Yeah, right some now. shit just gotta go. Yeah, that's all it really yeah. that's kinda okay. how I felt. But I get what you're saying, Corday. Yeah, face wise reactions, but that I mean that's just about any coach. I mean, you get to yeah, see for sure. guys that's really reacting like, oh my God, you, you know, down they, they 17 in the AFC title game when you yeah. were seven and a half points. And you are at home, at home. At home. At home. And and at how home. everyone has talked about so long, and I'm so glad honestly for this element of it. I would have loved to see Detroit, obviously, but I didn't want to do this. This is why Kyle Shanahan sucks. I didn't want to have to defend why he doesn't suck. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Because right, if he'd have right, lost, right. that would have been this huge that narrative. Been, that would have been yeah, yeah. And I don't <laughs> yeah. want to go down that road again. I really don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure, he's not perfect, but I don't want to sit here and do the Kyle Shanahan doesn't suck because right. that's stupid. But anyway. Yeah, he's like he doesn't suck. And sometimes he's just not clutching. Yeah. Like he may not be the best, but yeah, you want to hear a man crash? Like, come on right. now, what are we doing? You know, yeah, yeah. Now he doesn't suck. That's not. Yeah, but now we don't have to do that, thankfully, because they dropped twenty-seven in yeah. two quarters. Yeah. Uh, you know, against against the against this Lions yeah. defense over here today. Um. So yeah, really, that that's something I'm very thankful we didn't have to do. Yeah. Um, so momentum with Debo. Get Chris McCaffrey uh, uh, being able to um, uh, get the ground game going, and then that turnover after they scored, that turnover that when Gibbs happened fumbled, instantly, instantly, instantly. Like like remember uh, the they they didn't kick the field goal beforehand in the third. Jay said they should have kicked it. I should have too because I felt like I'm up so much. That Let's was, but I feel like wasn't that one with the one that was with seven thirty two left where they didn't kick it and then they got the fumble. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Wait, what? They didn't kick it, so yeah. there was a there was, down where they went for a, it when it was seven thirty-two left in the game. And yeah, that was the, the got the ball was okay. able to go down and score, and then I think that's when they got the ball. The Niners back. got the ball back and scored, and then the Lions got the ball back, and then on the first play, fumbled. fumbled. Right, yeah. Gibbs fumbled. Yeah, momentum changed. Yeah. So because <laughs> I'm like, after I'm, they really just, yeah. but my fault. Yeah, go ahead, Cordell. Because yeah. I'm saying like. I agree with Jay because I'm like, all right, we're at 27. Let's just keep extending that lead. Like, I know you want to go for the kill shot, but let's keep extending it. And let's like, let's make it harder. Like, because if we keep putting points on the board, it does kind of keep creeping. Like, like, yeah, we keep slowing them, but they keep kicking. They keep getting field goals. Like, if they get three and then like another three, like, okay, now, well, we score once, but it's still a three possession game kind of a thing. Like, or it's still a two possession game. Like, we need a touchdown. And a field goal or two yeah, touchdowns start to come up. Yeah, the yeah. analytics and just you start thinking yeah. of that you got to really think of that way. I mean, the, the Niners is just no because if you don't get it, yeah. the Niners they are capable of coming. They're capable mm-hmm. of coming back anyway. Yeah. But I mean, you don't want to make it easier. But let them work. Well, let, let them That's work. Right. And we we talk, people have talked about it for a lot of times, and I think almost to an unfair portion. And CJ always talks about this. Big shout out to LFA, by the way. Congrats for your squad, bro. But, like, they've talked about, like, oh, Niners can't come back when it's this or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. that's, like, a big thing that, like, almost. almost when trailing in the fourth quarter by 10 points. Was the when next, it's was a the very rare and yeah. small sample size of teams that actually come back on that level. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, even with the Lions, y'all remember in the first half, the yeah. the third and 12 conversion on duo? Yeah. yeah but third and 12. We're going to call duo. Yeah. <laughs> up to run middle convert run, yeah, third yeah. and 18 over route to, Lam- to to Amon Ra. Like, I mean, still, but like, J- like Jay and I were saying, it just still didn't feel like 
things were over. It didn't. Me. It never. Yeah. It. It. it yeah. Anyway, I don't want to. But yeah, I, I didn't think it was over. I like it felt like, it it felt like that, that, that sense of doubt was creeping in because it was like they keep sure. get like yeah. I hear the sense of doubt. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Like, Third and eighteen, it's like fuck, like that. We can't stop. They getting like even the shit that we shouldn't be able to get. They somehow getting like fuck, like they is really just clicking. And then you don't kick the field goal. They go down and score. Then you turn the ball. You fumble with uh with Gibbs because uh Gibbs didn't run the they right went to the wrong side. So he went to the wrong, wrong side of golf. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was another good point. Uh, another good point out by my guy Gray. Yeah, yeah. When golf when threw, threw his under center drop, like oh. Yeah. Right around that time, too, I remember I was just like, hey, why, why are they – because Gibbs was, like, getting explosive plays, but I was like, I feel like Montgomery should come back in just for, like, a few, like, like hit him in the mouth kind of plays and then, like, spell out Gibbs. Cause, oh, you mean so they should have brought Montgomery in who you didn't think was going to be good enough to be able to play that role exactly, for them yeah. this year, like it, we said yeah, in yeah. offseason. Oh, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, you yeah, want yeah. him in now. In a big, in a big game, talk, Jordan. Talk. You you want him in now, but he wasn't good enough to be able to replace the it's other guy who was there before. Is he a tough runner than Gibbs? Yeah, how was he playing in this he game? Tougher runner than I mean, Gibbs. Yeah, yeah. They they are. They, here's what they are: the perfect complement to each other. Like uh-huh. two of the three people on this show said that they he would be. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, okay. The player. The other player, number five, should have got the ball, is what I'm saying. All right, we're going to go back to this, all right? We're going to do this again. I had to. I had to. I had to. Hey, whatever. So, you know, I honestly feel Montgomery should have got it just because, like, he was kind of setting the tone. And then Gibbs come up, get the, like, the explosive yards to the edge. Like, I still remember when Gibbs got, they ran it on third down, and Gibbs picked up a third and 12. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. I'm like, that's that's ridiculous. And I'm saying, like, the little bit of doubt creeping in. But then, like, yeah, we, we keep going up the middle. I'd rather give it to a bigger back in Montgomery than Gibbs. Like, we going outside, you know, and then kind of keeping them fresh because I felt like they was giving too many drives to him. But it's that's just me. And then it also – because I was thinking this before, and then he has the fumble too. So, of course, now we're not going to use Gibbs at all, which I'm still like, all right. But he's still explosive. Like, don't uh, totally eliminate him because he just fumbled sure. once. Put him in the backfield. Like, run, put him out, like, on, like, a swing pass, something like that. Throw some screens, you know. So, mm-hmm. let's get it immediately so he doesn't have to wrestle with the ball. Um Overall, I think really, if we're looking at how this game went on, I think that the Lions, they emptied the clip. They they yeah. kind of put everything out there. They didn't like leave things on the table like Baltimore might have done. And they ended up falling short uh, one way or another, as yeah. we all know the bounce of the ball can be. Um, as, before we get out of here, there's the last little tiny piece of it here. Uh, Going to do as we did with the other two teams, uh, or with teams that have lost throughout the course of this playoffs. Just a brief little touch on what their season was uh, to go start with you here, uh, Jay. Was this season a win for the Lions? I'm going to say yeah, bro. I'm definitely going to say yeah. They have not been here. and it, it, I mean, this this for them, I, I don't know offhand the whole history of everything. I know they, would, they haven't won a playoff game since 91, and they accomplished that last week. And then getting to the championship game, I don't think they ever got to the championship game. No, they've game. been here. The last time they were here, it was 1957. Okay. The Super Bowl was not a thing. So there it is. <laughs> so, I mean, they did some things that hasn't been done in many, many, many years. And it was with a coach that nobody believed in. You know, it's funny. I seen a, a sign of uh, somebody did a real creative sign. Shout out to whoever did it. But it was Dan Campbell biting off like a kneecap or something like that. And I thought that was just funny just because it started. I mean, that was just the whole talk. When he became the head coach, it was like. Everyone you know, remembers yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, that's what they. And even now they remember. But now they know 
he knows how to coach and he's a great, great leader. He hired a great staff. And, you know, and, and shout out the Lions organization for really believing him because he started off in the first season, I think, 0-10, you know, before they started, before they won a game, you know, and, and, and you know, the next season, they yeah, obviously so. it didn't start pretty. I mean, they got close in a lot of those games. But there was a lot of losses, and they stuck by him. They stuck by him and that staff. They stuck by Jared Goff. They stuck by everything, you know, and, and they kept adding pieces. They kept just believing. And boom, here they are, and they get all the way to the NFC Championship game in a game where you're right. One thing I will say, one thing I will say, they empty out the clip. And when and, and when when you say it, and I think this is what you mean by it, they stuck by their guns on how yep. they've played since. And they and they tried everything. All right. the way here. I get I I that that's very true. That's very true. I just feel like they would have switched it up just a little bit with that mm-hmm. those couple fourth down calls. Yeah. That's it. You're right, though. That's what Dan's been doing. Mm-hmm. I do feel like it was an easy thing. They left no rounds in the in the chamber. There was yeah, because left fire. You also can look at it like, well, you know, what if he kicked the field goal and they lost? You know, and well, then they, they missed the field goal. Well, like, they missed like, and they like, lost. Like, and then, like what and Moody then, did in the first quarter. And, right. and then and then it comes down, well, why didn't you go for it? Because you know you normally go for it. I mean, maybe exactly. you would have got the touchdown. So I get it. it it's a lot, of, it's a lot of that. I'm just it, 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 I'm just looking at it from my perspective. Me, sure, general, I get you, bro. I get you know, you. just some things you just gotta adjust a little bit. That's mm-hmm. just that's just what the great ones do. But anyway, yep. it's a win for the Lions, in my opinion. Where, where are you at, Corday? Oh, no, they, this is definitely a win. They didn't make the playoffs last year, but uh, they eliminated the Packers from the playoffs to make sure. So they upset a lot of teams going down the stretch. They got away to the NFC Championship game, so this is definitely a win. A lot of people was picking them as Super Bowl favorites. It's, should be up there. They got all the way to this point after not making the playoffs last year, but looked really good. Ben Johnson is a very creative play caller. It's a huge win for them. It's a huge win. Uh, Sam Laporte, they traded away uh, TJ Hawkinson last year. Like, because like, going off last year, right, they started getting rid of players to really try to fit their mold and really try to make this year and make this Dan Campbell's team. And they went on a run of winning games as they traded away players and somewhat less talented, but more players was buying in, kind of a sense. And then they started drafting guys, the Brian Branch of the world, uh, the linebacker out of Iowa, Gibbs. Um, uh, not that, I think not that, Brian. Yeah. Uh, I, told, so, I told your Eagles to draft that guy in the first round. I told y'all, and y'all had no slot corner. No, Brian Branch. And y'all had no slot corners this year. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, no, no lie, because I remember, I think you said that, and I remember in my head watching Lions games. I'm like, you know, Brian Branch wouldn't have been bad over Nolan. Yeah, he'd have real nice. He'd have been real nice, because I'm like, fuck, we lost uh, what's our main slot, Maddox, and then uh, our slot was just like shit after. Anyway, back, we're talking about the Lions. We're not talking about my Eagles. Um, uh, those players really made it a huge impact on the team, especially Brian Branch, one of the probably like their best safety corner nickel, whatever situation. Like, best like secondary player for sure. Best secondary best player. Secondary player yep. uh, Sam Laporta, the balling. And I remember it was weird because I'm like, why you draft another Iowa tight end after you just traded away an Iowa tight end? I don't get it. But he, top five tight ends in the league after rookie year. He, he, like, he looking like it. It's, yeah, that's actually a good point, man. He, like, I can't say I no. Mean- Right. <laughs> yeah. he, 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 I want to say he was like my third when I did my all pro team, not just yeah. rookies. I want to yeah. say he was like third. I, I was being nice by saying fifth because I was like, I was going to say third. I was like, yeah, he, gotta, was, he was not even a reserve. I feel like he was third. Like, yeah, 
Yeah. Like he really yeah. up there, like doing amazing. So I'm just like, that was a hit. Branch was a hit. Uh, uh, Gibbs was uh, a hit. Gibbs was a hit. Uh, first, first rounder. First rounder. First, 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 first round running back. First round running back. First round running back. Yeah, yeah. Just like how I talk about Montgomery, you don't believe in first round running backs. It took him. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You are 100 right. Uh, and then was it was Jack? Was what's the Jack Campbell? So I think I think like Jack Campbell a lot, but he hasn't had. The great, yeah, he didn't have the season. Uh, yet. The only thing, that. but the, here's the thing with this: that's the hardest position as a rookie for you to pick up. That's the hardest position as a rookie for you to pick up. Linebacker? Yeah, no, no. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe quarterback. The only other one. Yeah, we definitely can have a good. This will be a good debate because I, I think I it's, it's linebacker because yeah. of nowadays in the NFL is so. There's so much you got to deal with, bro. There's so much. Yeah, bro. I don't know. I, I don't know. Okay, it, it's a good one. We'll get there. Running backs, linebackers are usually the two we, quick positions to adjust to. Now, for I guess for running backs and linebackers. Running backs the, easily. Linebackers, no. Yes. <laughs> running, yeah. I, we disagree with that one right there. We disagree with that. But it was weird. They drafted him in the first round anyway, and they had like Azzalone, and it felt like he was behind Azzalone, but they was trying to fit him in in other roles. And, and then Malcolm Regress made a play. Anyway, this uh, uh, Campbell has like the most to probably like figure out because, you know, linebacker is not an easy place to transition to, according to some. <laughs> but uh, as you're saying it, I disagree. It's but um, but uh, it's hard. Well, that's another that's a debate for another day. But no. So they really got a lot out of their draft class, though. They really got a lot out of their draft class. Um Probably need to upgrade more in the wide receivers position because Amon Ron St. Brown also didn't get a lot of touches in the second half. We need to wrap this up because, yeah, but, uh, but so another wide receiver. But this is definitely a great building block for them. Mm-hmm. Also, I hope Ben Johnson don't leave. I hope he don't leave so he can stay with them. Like I hope because some people are saying like he might. Uh, Washington wants to interview him. I'm not right. taking that job. I'm staying right here in Detroit. I'm not going to Washington. Like I know they got a new owner, but now nah, I ain't. So uh, I think right now, as we sit here with Detroit, where they're at, both of their coordinators, who are the play callers for their respective sides of the ball, yeah, have yeah. got interviews. Aaron Glenn on the defensive side of the ball, yeah. and like you said, Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson was getting interviews last season. Yeah. Dan Campbell is the type of person, the type of coach, that could, and, and everything that they have in there collectively within that, that organization could make them all want to say, nah. I don't yeah. want to go just yet. I want to come and run it back yeah. because I do think this season was a hundred percent win for Detroit yeah. and with how close they came and what we saw bounce the ball, this decision to maybe not go for it, maybe to kind of fine tune the type of team you want to be. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent on board with if they can bring those two coordinators back, that is the biggest thing on what their prospects will be going forward for the next season. Yep. If yep. they lose one of those guys, it's going to hurt. If they lose both of those guys, forget it. Forget mm-hmm. it. I, I, I'm sorry. It's it's really that specific. It's so, and it maybe not. And it's not to say that it's impossible to get another good coordinator on one side of the ball or both. It's just so hard to get as good as what you got in just one year, as is raising the, his hand like Corday is as the Philly fan who lost both after losing a Super Bowl and saw what happened after that. So this is why I think this is so pivotal to their future. But I think I I just have, I have, maybe it's a, you know, the the person who wants the movie type of script ending to see these guys go ahead and run it back again. But this was definitely a win. And if they can maintain what they had 
going forward in the next year, yeah, this team is in is in prime position to do so again. So yes, the season was a win for Detroit. It wasn't the result that they wanted. Big props to the Lions. Everybody, go back and listen to our 2021 preview for the Lions. We talked about this. We said, you look, it's not going to happen right now, but it's mm-hmm. going to happen later on. Yeah. Go back and listen. When they got Brad Holmes and they got Dan Campbell and they got everybody who's in there right now and they got Ben John, we were right there saying it. We were. The Cover Zero podcast was on it. Go back and listen to our 2021 season preview for the Detroit Lions. We said they'd be here. And whether or not what happens off what happens in this offseason is going to shape if they come back here. Yeah. So, yeah. We appreciate you all listening to our uh, championship round recap show. We only have one more game left. It's bittersweet as it always is, but I can't wait to get into it because history once again is about to be made. Mm -hmm. We'll be, we'll be back with our preview show for the Super Bowl. Of course, keep it locked here. Cover zero podcast after the Super Bowl. Don't worry. We got a lot of talk on prospects coming up with the NFL draft. Keep it locked here. SSAW. Y'all take care.